Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure to check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. You can check myself out on Twitter at BDN Trick. My coast is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing today? The D backs broke the streak. <laughs> 13 losses in a row. Couldn't get to 14, which would have tied the club record for losses in a row. So. Uh, I mean, I'm not exactly ecstatic about that, but I'm glad to be off the schneid and not setting records quite yet this season. Yeah, I could tell Marte's back hitting home runs. So that's a beautiful thing. Just hopefully everything else can get clicked with like Walker, maybe, or somebody else. That'd be great. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. Like Bueller, anybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that'd be cool. The Giants, no one really cares probably, but they won five out of six on the road this week and um, three out of four in LA. So big fan of that weekend. Big, big fan. But uh, overall, some great baseball uh, the last couple of days as things are heating up. We had a bunch of weather concerns the last couple of days, though, that really sucked. It's like June almost, and we're still I think eight rain this. delays or rainouts this weekend. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But um, looking at Monday slate, we have no real rain concerns as of now. So that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Before we get cracking, make sure you download the Line Star app in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. You will not regret it. It has everything you could possibly want. The lineup optimizer, the injury tools, the value tools, the chat rooms, you name it, they've got it in the palm of your hand. So go check it out in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Now, nine-game slate starts off at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. Both sites have nine games. One of the <laughs> sites, DK, has the White Sox and Indians game one of the double hitter. FanDuel does not have that game. FanDuel, though, does have Washington at, at Atlanta, which is a 5-10 p.m. Eastern time start game. DraftKings does not. So keep that in mind. Both nine-game slates each have eight of the same games and one just surprise. Some late pitching changes, too. Yes. So, like, Musgrove pitched for whatever reason, and uh, mm -hmm. Chicago, uh, you know, who was a Williams had, what did you say, it was an appendectomy? An appendectomy, yes. Yeah. On God. Sunday morning, that's a great way to wake up on a Sunday. Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Remember when yep. I had to have my appendix removed? That was great. Yep. So yeah, he got that. So they're gonna have a bullpen game. Keegan Thompson starting things off there. Good young bullpen arm. They have hopes for him one day to probably join the rotation. Not sure how they wanted it to happen, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And Paddock will be throwing for Musgrove, and we'll talk all about that fun stuff and things as we go game by game as usual on this nine game slate. And we'll kick it off with the Minnesota Twins at the Baltimore Orioles. Jose Barrios versus Jorge Lopez. And we have a total of nine in this game. You know, I go to hitter-friendly Camden Yards. It's beautiful. Barrios, 9,400 on DK, 91 on Fandle. Lopez, 58 on DK, 65 on Fandle. Um, I'm always a fan of targeting Lopez, but Barrios has been struggling a ton lately, Bogman, especially versus left-handed pitching. So are you in or are you out? Uh, I'm I'm actually kind of in on Barrios because the last time he started against Baltimore, he went five and two thirds, so just one out away from a quality start. Uh, seven strikeouts to two walks. Lopez got a quality uh, quality start loss last time against Minnesota. So I, both these guys could be in play. I really don't want to mess around with Lopez. 
And I think there are better options than Barrios, but they're not impossible. They're not like definite not starts. Yeah, there's much better options than Barrios, but if you want to guess be contrarian in a tournament, Barrios is very much in play. I will not play any Lopez, and I will have some Minnesota bats. What bats stand out to you in this game? I mean, there's some PVB for some hot hitters here. Uh, Nelly Cruz, three for five with two bombs against Lopez, four for eight with two homers for Miguel Sano against Lopez as well. Uh, Franco, three for 10 against Barrios with a bomb, two for seven for Severino with a double and a bomb, three for six for Mullins with a double. And then there's some hot hitters on both sides, but mainly on the uh, Minnesota side with Ref Snyder, Garlic. Uh, Garver and Polanco have all been hitting a little bit. Santander and Mountcastle have been decent for Baltimore as well. Yeah, like I said, you want lefties versus Barrios if you're going to attack Barrios. So your Cedric Mullins of the world, your uh, Anthony Santanders. If you want to get really crazy in a tournament, DJ Stewart always got some pop. Freddie Galvis is swinging it well. So there's options here in a very hitter-friendly ballpark. And then you mentioned some of the Minnesota sides of things. Sano's crushing everything, but... Um, uh, you got Kirilov is, is really cheap on both sides. And then Larnak is basically free. And Larnak had a good first game versus Lopez as well. And uh, you mentioned Rob Ref Snyder. He's actually hitting right-handers with more power than left-handers. So pay attention to that one because most people will think, oh, it's on a lefty on the mound. I don't want Rob Ref Snyder. Well, if you want to value Minnesota bat, he's your guy in that lineup. All right, Tampa Bay at the New York Yankees. Rich Hill, Jamison Tyon over under eight and a half on this one. Uh, Hills 8,800 on DK, 96 on FanDuel. Tyon 73 on DK, 77 on FanDuel. Um, Hill's been pitching great. He has been Big D Mountain of late. But do you trust him in the Bronx? Yeah, he didn't give give up any runs in his last start against the Yankees. So I and you know struck out 13 his last time out. So I do I kind of like him here, which we usually don't like pitchers in Yankee Stadium against that lineup. But I think I'm going to trust Rich Hill uh, here. I'm not going to have too many shares, but I'm going to try at least one with him. Okay, for now, I am on the full fade train. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by Tyon, who I usually never like at all. I guess it'll depend on how I build my lineups, but the cheaper options, at least on DraftKings, I'm not a fan of. FanDuel, I'll have no Jamison Tyon. But for an SP2 option, he might make the short list because of the options available. That That's fair. I, I would say that's fair for him, but I just I don't want him uh, in, in this start. He's one quality start and nine starts so far this year, so uh, not for me. Yeah, the fate trade has been good. Um, what bats do you like here? Because Austin Meadows is hitting everything right now. Yeah, I mean, Austin Meadows, two for three with a homer and a double against Tyon as well. And then on their side, Manny Margot has been hitting. Joey Wendell, your boy Taylor Walls is still at an absurd low price, 2600 and 2200 if he's in the lineup. And there's some, obviously, you know, anytime you want to go with Judge, He's expensive, but he's in play every single night. Uh, Torres is getting priced back up to normally now 40 uh 4, uh Frazier is cheap at 24 and 23 and Ronan Odor is still cheap at 35 and 25. And I'll also say that uh, Stanton is back from the IL and he has 42 on DK and I'm I'm having trouble finding him here on FanDuel. He's not on Fan. Oh, I can't spell that's my problem. He's only, <laughs> only 2900 on FanDuel. Okay, so he's really there. cheap for Stanton. Obviously, fresh from the IL, you never know. But if you are trying to get a little different, um, very, very cheap price tag for a guy we know has double dong upside. Philadelphia Phillies at the Cincinnati Reds. We got Vinny V taking the bump against Wade Miley, who's making his return from the IL. Over under eight and a half in this game. You know, Miley had that no-no, but really nothing special. He's 65 on DK, 67 on FanDuel. 
Then you got Vinny V, 84 on DK, 81 on fan. He's been pitching well. But now that you're in Great American Small Park, do you trust either pitcher here? Yeah, I uh, no, I don't. I kind of <laughs> wanted to, to trust Velasquez, yeah, but that price is just too expensive for him. So hard pass. Yeah, it's tough because we know like he can pitch really good, but it just takes a couple walks and a homer, which he's very good at doing, and it yeah. ruins everything. So what bats do you like in this game? Not a ton. I mean, Castellanos uh, and Winker are really the only hot red hitters, and Castellanos uh, three for seven with two doubles against uh, Velasquez in his career. Hoskins has been good. He went yard, I think, was that today or yesterday? Yesterday. Uh, Brad Miller is still uh, a decent option, 4,200. Segura, 48 and 3,000. And if he's in the lineup, Torres has been hitting a little bit for Philly, too, 29 and 2,000. But not a lot to love as far as the bats go in a game that looks like it should be bat heavy. It should be bat heavy. And I, li I like the Brad Miller call quite a bit. Uh, lefties actually hit Miley. Um, actually, he's better versus uh, righties versus lefties. So lefties hit him better than right handed pitching. So um, I think Brad Miller is quite intriguing at that value point. And I always love Jesse Winker. So no problems with that at all. The Detroit Tigers at the Milwaukee Brewers. We're still waiting on a Tiger starter on this. I've seen a few different options out there. Not sure exactly what's sticking, but uh, we matter. do know. Yeah, we do know Corbin Burns is pitching, and for some reason he's only ninety nine hundred dollars on DK. He's ten six on Fanduel, and he should be your SP one tonight. Yeah, I mean he's going to be the most owned player uh, for sure. I mean that's I kind of like Barrios, but if you got to pay five hundred bucks more for Burns, do it. You know, so yeah. that's uh, I'm all on him. And there's not, I mean Garcia went. Uh, did he go yard twice today? I, I know. He went yard at least once, 4,2900. He's a good price. Adamas has been hitting since getting traded, 41 and 23. And then uh Colton Wong is still hitting 42 and 28. But I mean that some of the Tigers bats have been good, but I'm not throwing any of them out there against Burns. Gonna pass on that. Yeah, the Tigers bats have actually been sneaky good of late, but it is Burns. If you're making a bunch of lineups, like we always say, make a Tiger stack because Burns will be the ultimate chalk, and it's good chalk. It's not bad chalk, in my opinion. You take Burns. If he does not get it done versus the Tigers, you just tip your cap and walk away because he should literally strike out double digits easily in this game, and that's uh, that's the way it's going to go. So play your Corbin Burns, and I kind of want to see who Detroit's pitching before I decide if I care for the Milwaukee bats or not. Makes things a little tricky on that one. San Diego Padres, Chicago Cubs. We won't have a total on this one because Wrigley for obvious reasons, but also Chris Paddock versus Keegan Thompson. When you're checking this one out, Paddock is 79 on DK. Keegan Thompson is 58 on DK. And then on FanDuel, we're still waiting on pitching because they still have Musgrove and Williams because they're FanDuel. So that's what they do. <laughs> but um, I, I never Paddock. That's just a rule of mine. Keegan Thompson is supposed to be really good. I just don't know if he's going to go deep enough. Usually you see a guy like this, he's 4K. We can talk about it. 58, little tricky. So it's a bullpen game. No pitching for me, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I have kind of liked Paddock, uh, you know, recently. But uh, last, last game out, he, he had a quality start, but he only had two strikeouts. So it's like now that he's pitching well, he's not striking anybody out. Even though it is against the Cubs, uh, who do tend to strike out a little bit. I think I'm going to pass on Paddock here. Even though, you know what? I don't hate the price. I'll say that. If I had to pick between like Paddock and Barrios, I'd probably take Paddock. But, the price uh, is not horrible, as you said. But the one the one thing that concerns me about the last start, you mentioned a quality start. I want to know why they yanked him after 68 pitches in six innings. That's what I right. want to know. Yeah, the it, they're doing that? weird stuff there in yeah, the Musgrove uh, thing in, on in Sunday. Like, what the heck was that? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Maybe Down he just really wanted Monday off. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, uh, yeah. 
it's very, Definitely. very strange. But I'm with you by the bats and by especially San Diego's side. I mean, Tatis, uh, Fam, Will Myers, those guys have all been hot on the Chicago side. Baez is hitting again, 51, 3,800. Chris Bryant is expensive because he's been hitting 59 and 43. Hap is getting better, Contreras and Jock Peterson, but they're all fairly expensive. So um, I don't know how much I'm going to have in this game. Yeah, the rise of Jock Jam's price on DK to 5,700 is mind-boggling to me. He's still 29 on Fandle, and I get Jock's great, but when Adelise Garcia can't get a bump, how right. is Jock 57? It's just... Like he was, he makes sense when he's like high threes, low fours. Okay, it makes you make a decision. Fifty-seven, it's really tricky. I loved him in this game until I saw that price tag on Fanduel. I think he's a great tournament play because he'll probably be leading off. I like Ian Happ, but you mentioned that these guys are expensive. I want that the Padre side. I think especially the guys like Will Myers at thirty-two on DK and twenty-two on Fanduel. Uh, he's homered in back-to-back games. He's been super productive in like the last five games since kind of becoming back a regular in the lineup from his last injury. Really looking good up there. Hopefully, it's the Will Myers we saw in 2020, and we get a little more of here in 2021. And so. I even double-checked the price because that's one of those yeah. where the price difference is so strange that maybe I messed it up, and I did not. No, they uh, they messed it up by pricing them so cheap. <laughs> All right, a couple more games to talk about here on your nine-game slate. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim go into San Francisco to face the Giants. Dylan Bundy, Johnny Cueto, over under 8.5. I always mention this ballpark is very lively in the daytime, so keep that in mind. Bundy, 7,000 on DK, 64 on Fandle. Cueto, 75 on both sides. Bundy has been atrocious his last three yes. starts. Like 17 earned runs. runs. Home runs it, galore, and lefties yeah. are murdering him. Yeah, 17 earned in the last three starts. He, he is a no. I, I'm actually, I'm okay with Cueto, but... Yeah, it's like break glass in case of emergency. Situation. Right, right, exactly. So probably not going to end up with Cueto, but uh, there there are some bats here. Longoria is five for 14 against Bundy with two homers. Uh, Suzuki's two for eight. Then you have some hot Angels hitters and Walsh, Otani, Lagaris, and Fletcher have all been hitting a little bit. And Upton's price is about at 35 and 29 as well. Yeah, the, the one thing I want to mention is it might get into the low 70s in San Francisco, which is hot for there, so keep that in mind. Right. Uh, so, so the ball will fly out of there. But I'm the over giant, here sweating in my apartment. If I if I was to keep it at 70 in my apartment in Arizona, it would cost me $500 a month. So Yeah, that'd be rough. Yeah, It was 94 in my neck of the woods, so we're, we're joining the party here. Okay. All but right. there, there's a ton of value in this game. I really, really like, just depending on what the lineup brings out. I mentioned how lefties have crushed. Um, Bundy, you know, Longo's had great history and he's a righty, but, um, Duggar's 2,400 bucks. He's hitting very well. You have the likes of Dickerson at three. Uh, these are all DK prices. Dickerson's 3000. Uh, Wade's been leading off when he starts. He's 28. Talkman's 31. And then you just keep going through the list of options. They're like Crawford's only 38 in this game. That's extremely cheap. So the giants are very, very cheap. You got some of the big bats for Washington and the other Washington value. I'll mention like, this is a kind of a weird game stack potential game. But uh, Keen Wong, I believe he's the younger brother of Colton Wong. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a very good prospect for the Angels. And he's, he's been like a little power, little speed type guy. And he's come out to us. He's hitting 350 with three homers and three stolen bases in the minor league so far. Got the call up, doubled in his first game. He's sneaky, sneaky good. And he's 23 on DK and 2000 on Fandle. I like that so, call. Uh, that's one of those that will go virtually unowned. So keep yeah, that in yeah. mind. Um, I was doing some research earlier for something else. And that one stood out like, hmm. These are where we could have some fun. So, um, yeah, look at that one. This game just screams like, let's play some bats in San Francisco today. <laughs> Boston at Houston. 
Erod, Urquidy, Urquidy coming back from the IL. You got Erod missing the start Sunday because of the rainout. Um, over under eight and a half in this one. Erod's eighty six on DK. Um, no price on Fandle yet because they're still confused about the, the rainout situation. And then Urquidy's eighty six on DK and Fandle still confused about an IL situation. <laughs> so um, it's tough for me to want either pitching here, even though I like Urquidy a lot. But how far does he go? He's pitched good in rehab. But how far? Then Erod against this Astros team that's swinging decent bats right now. I'm with you. I mean, I I I like both these pitchers, and Arkady was in a nice little groove before getting hurt. Uh, I think he had three quality starts in a row, and then left that fourth start uh, injured. So um, I kind of like him, but I, I I would take him at 8600. That's not bad. Erod, I don't want against the Astros in Houston. No thanks. And there's not a lot of there's no PVB data here, and there's not a lot of guys hitting well on either side right now Correa obviously had a big weekend 45 and 3000 uh Devers is hitting a little bit Renfro is a nice cheap option if he's in the lineup at 3500 and Bregman at 52 and 32 uh, has been hitting as well but not a ton on either side yeah no it's hard to really fall in love with this game um you could probably get some low ownership on two pretty good offenses but it's one of those I might just kind of pass on for now until we see Maybe some more news break on Monday before the early start time. Don't forget that, everybody. Early, early start time. Also, don't forget, if you listen to the podcast through podcast form, if you give a rate and review on iTunes, we would truly appreciate it. It's the kind of free currency that keeps the podcast moving and gets more and more people to notice the show and listen to the show and helps us out a lot. If you prefer to watch the podcast, go to the Line Star YouTube channel and subscribe. Give that good old thumbs up and share the podcast. We would much appreciate it. Couple more games for you here. The Oakland Athletics at the Seattle Mariners. James Caprillion versus Logan Gilbert. Over under eight and a half on this one. Caprillion ninety one on DK, eight thousand on Fanduel. Gilbert fifty one and fifty eight. I've been riding the Caprillion train. He's been cheap, not so cheap anymore. I think he's still very interesting as a contrarian tournament play at ninety one. It's just very hard with Burns and the next guy we're going to talk about. Yeah, I don't like the price to be honest with you. Uh, but he was really good against Seattle his last start. Seven innings pitch. Uh, four strikeouts, two walks against Seattle. Uh, Gilbert hasn't crossed four innings pitched yet, so we're just not there yet. But uh, I, I will say real quick, Caprillion at eight k eight k on Fanduel is an interesting tournament play. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go with you there. I just don't know if there's enough strikeout upside. Mm -hmm. I mean, Seattle's always a good opponent, right? Yeah. Uh, I just uh, I'm not as interested as I think I probably should be, and I don't want any Seattle bats, yeah. even though some of them have been good. But I'll, I'll stick with like Olsen and Canna and Elvis Andrus is cheap and has been hitting a little bit, 2000 a piece if he's in the lineup. So not not a lot to uh, jump on this game, in my opinion. Yeah, the A's bats could be a kind of nice sneaky stack because Gilbert, like you said, hasn't gone long. Get some Mariners bullpen. You could um, have some fun in that one. All right. The two different games that are on. So those are the eight games that are all on the same slate. Now, get your pad and paper ready. We're going to go to DK real quick. <laughs> White Sox at the Cleveland Indians, game one of the doubleheader. It is Carlos Rodon versus Cal Quantrill. Rodon's 10-1 on DK, and uh, Quantrill's 54 on DK. Rodon is a phenomenal SP1 choice. If you don't want to go Burns, there's nothing wrong here. Seven innings, could get the seven incomplete complete game bonus. Could strike out a million Indians. Could get a Bumgarner no-hitter. There's a lot of things that Rodon can do in this game. <laughs> so I think he's a great play unless I'm missing something. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's an expensive price, but uh, Radon against the Cleveland is always good times. So uh, I'm with you. Yeah, no Quantrill for me. It's all about the bats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go, go with some White Sox bats. Abreu, Moncada, both expensive. Uh, 
Andrew Vaughn, though, it's been hitting a little bit, and he's cheap, 2700 Madrigal is 43 Tim Anderson is expensive, still at 5000 So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Radon and then maybe a bat or two. Yeah, um, Moncada is on fire right now, so people should really hone in on that one, even when deep over the weekend, which we've been waiting for for a little bit of time now. And I'm going to say it because he's hit two home runs over the weekend, and Tony LaRusso wants to keep playing him. But Billy Hamilton is 2700 bucks, and he'll be in the lineup versus right-handed pitcher. So keep that in mind. Uh, he'll be uber, uber value if you want to go that route. Final game, the other game on the FanDuel slate, Washington National at the Atlanta Braves. We have uh, Joe Ross versus, uh, we know total though, Joe Ross versus Charlie Morton. Ross 61 on FanDuel, Morton 88 on FanDuel. No pitching for me here, Bogman. I kind of like uh, Morton. Uh, against Washington. He's been pretty solid recently, but he's only available on FanDuel. And, uh, you know, l- like we've said before, I'm still, I'm just going to go ahead and pay up for Burns uh, in most scenarios in FanDuel. So uh, Morton's okay. A little bit of a contrarian play, but uh, for me, uh, it's just bats in this game. I mean, Freddie Freeman at 37, Ozzy Albies at 31. Acuna's expensive. Swanson is cheap. Uh, and then Austin Riley's cheap at 34. So for me, it's mainly uh, Braves bats in this one. Yep, love the Braves bats in this one. Ross just ain't that guy, folks. Ain't that guy. So definitely get your your Braves bats on in this one. If you want some cheapies, like Heredia has been playing the outfield because we have a horrible human being that will not be playing for the Braves anytime soon. So um, Heredia will be the main outfielder. And he's very affordable still until that gets changed. And then you have um, the value bats in Washington if you want them. But they, that's like Stevenson and company because most of those bats are still very expensive. So all about the Braves for me as well. All right, Bogman, that wraps up the 8 plus 1 preview on DK and 8 plus 1 preview <laughs> on FanDuel. Um, everybody remember, follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar app and at Linestar MLB because they tweet out all kinds of cool stuff. Don't want to, to miss out on anything. But they always tweet out the home run calls of the day. Bogman Sports, Ryan Humphreys, and myself will make home run calls of the day if you retweet the tweet about the home run calls. Three lucky retweeters will get chosen to be teamed up with one of each of us. And if our home run hits, you get some free swag. So on this Memorial Day, May 31st, Bogman, who's your home run call of the day? Give me Nelson Cruz against Jorge Lopez. Uh, Going to go yard again. Got a nice little track record. Uh, that's the for you and me. That's the early game. So uh, let, let's get some let's get some early fireworks, some day fireworks from Nelly Cruz. Let's go. Yeah, I almost thought you were going to take my guy because I was going to the Minnesota Twins as well, and I like the Nelly Cruz call, but myself, I will be going to Miguel Sano, who has had some great history against uh, Lopez as well, and he's coming in just on absolute fire when it comes to the long ball. So I'll take Miguel Sano. You'll take Nelson Cruz. Ryan Humphreys will take a home run call as well. So make sure you guys retweet that one by following the Star app on Twitter at MLB and download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it, but don't forget early start time on Monday, 105 Eastern, 1005 Pacific time, and uh, enjoy your day. Whatever you're doing, family, friends, weather, whatever, enjoy. We'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. Take it easy, everybody. Have a great Memorial Day. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the app store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.